0: Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys.
1: Welcome to Red Storm Chasers. I'm Vincent here with Craig, Tim, and Nick. On this week, we'll look back at the Central Connecticut and Nebraska victories, and we'll look ahead to the Empire Classic and our matchup against Niagara. Guys, how's it going? How was your week? My week was pretty good. Um,
2: what did I actually do this week? I don't know. I just know it was good. It, it was, was your good. birthday. Oh, yeah, it was your That's birthday. That's why well, I knew there it was go. my birthday. There we go. Nah, I was just kidding with you guys. I knew it was my birthday. And we just got a win. To uh, I, just wanted, I just wanted to get a little... I didn't even get a happy birthday. That's okay. I'll take it, though. Because you know why? St. John's got a win on my birthday, so it was a great birthday. There you go. Always good to get a win. <laughs> That's basically all I did. I was just happy about my birthday the entire week. And then I... Yeah, I went to the, the Penn state Rutgers football game on Saturday, which was, you know, my girlfriend went to Penn State, so I root for Penn State. And Close game? <laughs> yeah. I was a real nail-biter. Yeah, yeah. They won by, what, 40-some-odd points in the classic... <laughs> Rutgers uh... is better than they've been in the past,
1: though. Otherwise, it would have been 70 points. Mm.
2: Yeah. Tim, what would you do this week?
0: Uh, just recuperating from back-to-back weekends with weddings, uh, trying to actually just clean up around the house. Nice. Uh, flip the house for... The Like the two weeks of Thanksgiving promotion in the house. So always good. <laughs>
1: Thanksgiving decorations, get a small showing, and then yep. Hurley'd get put away. Craig, what, what happened to you? I was out week? in
3: Atlantic City this week, so oh, my, very nice. my liver's recovering. That's why I wasn't here last week. Um,
0: that you get and degenerate.
3: I was gambling.
0: Uh, don't worry. We held on to that dollar didn't for uh win. Didn't win. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nick Delosio, a dollar. Yeah, we held on oh, yeah, we held on to that dollar for you for starting, line starting lineups. The starting lineup. But... Just in case you had a bad weekend at an AC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we knew we so, couldn't give it to you while you were down
1: there. Yeah, we didn't Venmo it to you. We held on to it in, in you know... If you Venmo it to me, it would have
3: it would have went directly into uh the Tropicana. That's yeah. exactly. it. I never would have it. Would've it would've been back. a donation. Yep. Nothing like adding a dollar. I don't think I've ever won any money at Tropicana.
0: I
1: lose there. Maybe just track. don't play there. Just, that's, in, there's multiple <laughs> other casinos it, it's in true. It's true. Yeah. I wasn't even staying there.
0: Five just $5 crap staple? $5, $5 crap
1: Craig <laughs> okay. went to the Tropicana
3: Dangerous. specifically to lose. Actually, I was at Harris and I played the $5 crap staple, was up
2: $300, and then gave it all back, just <laughs> in proper form. Just a nice big old back. donation. You want to feel good about it before you give it you back. Know,
3: you
1: know, Trying I'm to keep good. Atlantic City alive. I like that, Craig. Gotta, Craig. You got to know, go. gotta keep him in business. It was a normal week for me. Nothing. Work, school, Busy. Busy time of year. We got preseason basketball tournaments going on. We got to get you to doing something, man. <laughs> All you're doing is a lot of work. Yeah, me too. I got to get myself doing something. All right, let's talk about what question I have for you guys this week. It's an interesting one. I think more interesting. I think our fans will appreciate our change from our past too.
0: Uh, so we got planes. Last trains, time we had planes, automobiles. Now we
1: didn't hit. We didn't hit trains or automobiles. We've, we yet. jokingly hit planes and automobiles. You're lucky. I, I was going to go with a food-related one. We've do too many food-related ones. My question for you guys this week is which other sports team besides the sports team you root for has your favorite logo? So it can't be a team you root for and I we know all the team I know all the teams you root for, so don't try to sneak one in by me. Which team that you don't root for has your favorite sports logo? Current or all time? It has to be current
0: logo. Okay, current logo. Damn.
1: Well, uh, unlimited logos. I mean, there's a massive amount. I guess, you know what? Screw it. Why not? If, if you have a res- retro one you enjoy, that's fine, uh, Grizzlies. Too. Which one? The, See, yeah. I mean,
0: they, 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 they use the alternative uh, Vancouver ones. Still, You're talking so. about with the bear. The, the 90s one. The yes. 90s one with the bear. The Vancouver Grizzlies. Yes.
1: Okay. There you go. Nice All right. That is a nice one. With big country. The big bear. That is a big. That is a very nice one. I, I'll give you that one. Tim go
2: NBA. That's, that's, that's natural for Tim. It's a fair fit. All right. I hate you. My all, all, all my favorite ones are my teams because they're the nicest yeah, ones. Yeah, well, I, I, the I, Cubs, I, the Chargers. Are obviously, me their class.
1: Obviously, we. You're not allowed to pick your own team because part of the t- reason
2: you like the team is probably the logo. So. It might be the reason why I became a Chargers fan.
1: Sure, but that's why you can't and pick. And that's not even my favorite logo. No, it's, the, it's the
2: old one with the horse and. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. If you guys were wondering.
1: You can't pick your team. I've oh, you already said this. Uh, yes, yeah, Chargers, like, Chargers. It's a real side. Craig move. Yeah, that's a, a, it's a real Craig move. Just yeah, break the rules. <laughs> I like my favorite team logos. Yeah, yeah you sound yeah, like Craig. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, of, yeah. of course,
0: you, of course <laughs> you like the logo of the team that was all on steroids.
1: You Of course you like the team that you root for.
0: No, the whole team in the 60s was taking steroids. We digress.
1: All
3: <laughs> right, so I'm gonna say the Milwaukee Brewers, the MB, the, the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, have you ever looked this at the Milwaukee the glove the, logo, what, what are nice retro logo? No, I mean I was looking for a list because also my mind went blank. I couldn't think my of any. My mind of logos. is a blank. Um, no, but the Milwaukee Brewers have the. It's a baseball mitt. It's the glove. It's, it's, it's an the MB. MB, it's an MB, glove. MB Milwaukee. That's great. That's that's spectacular. I,
1: it is a nice one. There's I, another <laughs> one I was thinking
3: that was better, but I was think cool it. There's certainly other cool
1: ones out there. I would have to say, but.
0: I think oh. it's a pretty cool one.
1: It's a cool know. one. It's 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 a unique one. I'll give it to you. I, I don't think it's terrible. I think there's better. I know.
0: mean, I'll throw another one out there. All right, Tim. Mighty Ducks.
1: The old Anaheim, the old Ducks, Anaheim. Ducks logo. Ducks. That's a cool one. That's a good one. I I like. You're talking about the one that's on the original Mighty Ducks uniform, the exactly. green and purple one. Yes. yes. With the actual duck. Yep. Logo. That's a good one. Vincent, buy me sometime. What what, you, what are you going with? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what What made me think? I'll tell you what made me think of this question. Okay. If anyone saw, and I'm sure you did, or if not, you can certainly look it up. The Minnesota Twins changed their logo this week. I did see big that. I did see that. Big change to the Minnesota Twins logo.
2: I did A not see it.
1: Earth shattering change. Okay. What, what they that? did was they took their the T above the C, right? Used to have little curves up on the ends. Yeah. Y- yet now the T is rounded. Oh that's hey. literally hey. the only change. Settled. They paid yeah, somebody. They paid so. somebody a lot oh, of money. Come on. They paid somebody a lot of money to make that change, and people Amazing. are gonna have to buy new uniforms. You know, <laughs> new jerseys, <laughs> new hats, oh, because God, of their really massive
0: logo strong. change. Yeah, if I was a Twins fan, I would just take. I just wouldn't. I would just take a knife, I still, an exacto knife, and just like edge it. <laughs> cut off, cut <laughs> off the little tips. I yeah. still rock San Diego Chargers stuff.
2: Well,
1: that, 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 that's fair because you
2: changed locations. That's If I anything, I, I tell this to people. If anything, people ask me, like, hey, how do you feel about, you know, the Chargers? It didn't matter. To <laughs> San Diego? I said, if anything, they got closer. In LAX, there's more <laughs> planes to LAX than to San Diego. That's probably true. That's, that's, that I, might
0: be true. I mean, the Twins ch- just chopping the T is as lazy as I th- the Guardians I thought keeping the same D-I-A-N-S on all their stuff.
1: I thought it was a joke on new Twitter. Like I thought it was part of new Twitter where it had fallen apart and some yeah. fake Minnesota Twins certified account released
0: like, this. Like fake Am Schefter?
1: Yeah, exactly. But then I realized that this was the actual Minnesota Twins who had made this change. Uh so sorry for crapping on the Minnesota Twins, but you kinda earned it. This was a this is a joke of a joke of an adjustment here.
0: Tory Hunter would not approve.
1: Actually I'm going to say one more that I, I No, no, no. No.
0: No. Oh you got you one? You don't then? get another one. You oh, got yeah, one now?
1: Throw it out.
3: Throw it out, Craig. It, it's actually because it's not about the logo. It's more about the, the new uniforms. I'm a big fan the of... The uniform. That. Did I
1: ask you
2: about <laughs> See, uniforms? See, this, this is why I didn't want to give this...
3: <laughs> Did I ask
0: I you about uniforms? Wow. All right,
3: never mind then. I they am going... I am so going. I'm
0: wow. going to talk about my favorite NASCAR paint scheme now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am going to go with the San Jose Sharks. The current San Jose Sharks logo Where because, he's biting
1: the hockey stick?
2: Yeah, because I, I, one, I like sharks. My favorite animal. Wow. And I think it's really cool that he has... A hockey. Stick. I like hockey, and he has a hockey stick in his mouth. I just like it.
1: It is a very unique logo, is, obviously specific to hockey, and, and there's no other shark
3: mascots. I'm
2: going to say the New
3: Jersey Devils because it took me until I was about 18 <laughs> to 20 years old. That, to was, that I, was I an remember an NJ. that
2: day. That was the
3: funniest. Craig,
1: thing goes, oh, did you know that <laughs> the tail is a J? <laughs> yeah, Craig. Like only or entire. He changed life. my life. Did it? Yeah, I, I, that's you know fascinating change of life for you. I have to say. I'm glad you I'm glad you caught on because that was you know. Great. Love look good logo design. All right, so my favorite and uh you yeah, know, I, I I think it's a I think it's maybe there's two. I think maybe I have two. But I think Who's breaking the rules now? I I first of all first of all, I didn't say two logos yet. I said I think there's two in my head that I was picking between. Uh and I think it has to be the Chicago Bulls logo. The Chicago Bulls logo is really, really cool. The bull, it is a good the traditional red bull with the horns. That's a cool, cool logo. Uh, and it's different. You know,
2: there's, you know, there are buffaloes and there's bills, but there's the I, bull straight it on. Is, it is a really, cool it's a cool logo. Logo, and also I believe if you flip it upside down, it looks like a crab. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I think that I remember that being a thing. Down. Yeah, yeah. If you take the bulls and you turn it upside down, I'm pretty sure it's, I think it's a crab. It's, it's something.
3: I thought it was an alien reading a book.
2: It might be that uh, I remember there was something uh, going on uh, on robot reading
1: an alien. Okay, all right.
2: Well, robot uh, radio. The, there was something on the line that I didn't was like it because of that. Around. My other one, which I think you'll all agree with me, is the
1: Oreo,
0: like the actual Oreo logo, uh, yeah, not the not, not the one, the one with the b- where he's got the bat? No, the one where he's wearing the
1: hat, like the like the, the, the old school one. No, the well, it's I guess it's The one I use now. The one I use now. But I wasn't talking about like the bird-looking one, the one that's like the car- cartoon character yeah, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. bird. That, I I like that cool. one's pretty sweet. That's a cool logo. Too. And a cool color combo. The orange and black. Orange and black's and a good and combo. And yeah. Black I like everything cool goes, one. really. All right, let's get into some St. John's basketball. We'll talk about a cool logo, the Blue Devils logo from Central Connecticut, but not, not a not a top choice here for us. First victory of the week for St. John's came against the Blue Devils. 91-74 for the Johnnies. Didn't cover the spread, though. 27 and a half was the spread.
0: But I covered my spread with A.J. Store.
1: Wow. Well, uh, A.J. Store led the way for the Johnny. 16 points. Great night for him. Great.
0: I'd say his first great appearance. Four threes. Four he, threes. He, outdid, he outdid my prediction by one extra three.
1: Four for five from three-point range. Really That's great right. night for him. I forgot you predicted he that. He was six for ten Over from the 10. field, too. Really, really good night for him. St. John's as a whole, 55% from the field, 36% from three-a-large help there from A.J. Store. Free throw is not so great, 58% only, uh, which, is, which is not a great number. Won the rebound battle again, 37-25. to 25. Central Connecticut had only four offensive rebounds in the entire game. Which speaks to how great our defense is. I think that that's an incredible number to limit them just to four offensive rebounds. That means literally they only had four second chances the entire game.
3: Yeah, I mean I think if we can limit offensive rebound, second chance opportunities, that's big for us because you know we're, for a team that's focused on defense, you you really want them to go one and out. If they're getting second yeah. chance points, you're you're giving them extra possession that we really don't want them to need, and
1: uh, you know we need to stop the ball and get get running. Yeah, we did that very well against Central Connecticut, which led us to we've never lost to Central Connecticut, by the way. And we kept that streak alive. Twelve turnovers uh, we created against them, which is good. We had only seven, which is good numbers for us. Other double-digit scorers were David Jones, Montez Mathis, and Posh Alexander. David Jones, you know, he continued coming off a great week. Biggest weekly honor of the week before. Fifteen points, nine rebounds in this game. Mount Mathis, 13 points for him. He's really, you know, he's a guy who I thought wasn't going to be in the starting lineup, was going to play, but was going to come off the bench. And he's been in the starting lineup every game, and he's really taking advantage of it.
0: Well, you can see with this year, Mathis has adjusted his shot. Uh, he still has the high arc at three, which gives him good spin rate, preferably a good bounce also for offensive rebounding, which is useful if you miss. But... He's shooting instead of so far back like a Garnett three, where he he locks it behind the head. It's a little more in front of him, and it's definitely helped. I mean, yeah, you can see the
3: numbers don't lie. I mean, he's shooting fifty five percent from three point land, which is you know if he can shoot that th- through the season, we need three point shooters, so that's an important improvement for us. I mean, he's
1: averaging averaging ten and
3: a half points a game, which you know, yeah. That's... I mean, I agree with you, Vincent. I didn't put him in my starting lineup the first week. I didn't. I didn't. Think, I'd expect him to come more off the bench. They knew he was a senior. I was Leadership. Say, guy. I was say, as a fifth-year senior, he's but, very focal
2: to the. Entire he is.
3: Team. He is, I and mean, he's a great defender, and he is. But I just didn't know if he had the offensive yeah, I, weaponry I just, to really yeah, start. I, I on just thought we had too many other
1: guys that we could get involved, uh, who, yeah. who would take minutes away from him.
3: But,
2: that's what's the beauty of this team.
0: We're very deep. hundred
2: percent. Very deep. hundred percent. And, and we, he's good we get get to have these it's beautiful fair, conversations about who should we actually start, who should we actually play more.
0: He yeah. also he also flourishes with two guards, so he's playing the three instead of playing the two right. constantly, yeah. now he's playing the three. He's a big guy for 6'5". I was going to say, yeah. Very athletic, can defend, can rebound, can shoot. He's very versatile. Now, and now he doesn't have to create as much. He can set three-point line, get the pass to him, get a cut, get a dunk. Let's, well, hope, let's hope he keeps three-point percentage. Up. Yeah, That'd be
1: yeah I think that'll keep him on the court as well. Pasha Alexander, 12 points against Central Connecticut, six assists. 5 rebounds for him. Another good night. Classic posh Alexander night. Hey. Coming off the bench, it was obviously A.J. Storr, 16 points. Led all scorers. We talked about his line a bit. But it was him and Dylan points, 9.6 rebounds for him. They were the two bench guys who got really involved. I think moving forward, A.J. Store. I mean, look, not even moving forward. We know he's going to be a
3: big part of this program and this team going forward. He's a guy who can shoot. He can create his own shot. He's a playmaker. Um, he's a he was a big recruit for us. I mean, it's great to have him in the mix, and you know, you see Flash, You know, obviously flashes, not even flashes. It was obviously a great night for
0: him, and he's going to contribute to this team. So, besides AJ Store's great shooting and scoring in this game, and the team from three shooting well again, only seven turnovers. We have completely broken away from that first game and that crazy amount of turnovers. <laughs> It would be hard to match <laughs> Yeah. That was a rough one. But let's be serious. We're St. John's fans. A lot of people saw that number and started kind of twitching. The eyes started twitching a little bit, and they kept going, oh, no, it's the future. It's it's, it's going to happen. We're going to 20, 20 turnovers a game. Let's be serious. There's a lot of fans that did that. Tonight.
3: Oh well yeah. We well, we, we loved, as a group we love to overreact and, and we, to every we, little thing. Yeah,
0: so. and we pulled together and
3: that's something to are about. Twenty one turnovers might be one of the most outrageous ones I've ever seen, to be completely honest. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I mean I get I get where the, the fear of that is. But you're right, we we've limited that and as the guys play together more, I think it will become less of an issue. So I will say quickly.
2: this this is the one knock I have from the from the whole game, and it's actually from the last two games. So I will I'll just sum it up here. We I feel like we do a very good job at, at getting to the basket on the offensive rebound, but we need to. We need some of our guys to box out. Too many of us, especially in the in the Nebraska game, which I don't want to jump to, but yeah, I mean it happened in the Central Connecticut game too, which we had, a, a, which is a lesser opponent. Uh, we we don't box out. We all try to jump for the same rebounds, and we we need to box out a little more. In my opinion, that's the only knock I have from all these. That's fair.
1: It's fair. I mean, we're winning the rebound battle, but you're right. These are lesser opponents, certainly. Yeah. Our first big matchup of the season, I guess, if you'll call it that, big first matchup against a another power conference team came against Nebraska. Uh, came away with a victory, 70-50. to 50. We did cover the spread, by the way, 9.5 in that game. St. John's not great from the field, though, 39% only. Our three-point shooting was down 23%. Free throws we were about where we've been, 50%. Uh, we won the rebound battle in that one, too. 52 to 46, a little closer. 10 steals, though, which really I think helped us, come, particularly in the second half. Curbello having four of those, he had a great night defensively. And we had 17, we created 17 turnovers against Nebraska. In the second half, we outscored them 50 to 23. This was really the perfect example of the tale of two halves. The first half was a little scary, certainly as a St. John's fan, right? You went into a game against Nebraska where you thought, all right, they're lower end of the Big Ten, this is not going to be a problem to all of a sudden at halftime we're we are in trouble here to just having the half that we
2: all hope we have the second
1: half of every game.
2: Absolutely. We were I got I got to tell you this was the most electric cl- crowd that I've felt in like a very 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 long time at Carneseck or at Madison Square Garden. I mean, we always get a better crowd at Carneseck than we do at Madison Square Garden electricity-wise, I guess you could say. But I mean the whole game, I mean like not the whole second half. The first half was a little scary. <laughs> don't don't get me wrong, it's a little scary the first half going into halftime. Uh but we turned it around obviously. And we the whole second half we were up, we were loud, we were you could f- I mean I felt the energy. One yeah. of the kid one of the kids in the crowd felt the energy so much that he stole the one of the seats in front of us, <laughs> ripped it right out of the thing. Oh
3: yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Took it clean off. Yeah. No, I mean the energy level was it like, was good. It was very uneasy in the first half. You could tell the crowd was very unsettled. Um, but, and
1: rightfully so. And I think
3: part, part of the, how it did get really loud in the second half. I mean, it really, really did. I think part of that was just, you know, $9 Coors lights. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That'll get the crowd going. That'll definitely get the crowd going. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like, you know, relief almost in the sense that like after, you know, it was a, it was a bad first half. It really was. It was. Yeah. yeah. But the second half was everything you wished it could be. And I, I said this and when we were at the game, you know, while it was really bad, the, the with the style we play, we spiral up and we spiral down. If if we're not making shots, we can't set up the press. If we don't get the press, we can't get steals. If we don't get steals, we don't generate offense, and then it all spirals down. So we can be really, we can get really bad, and that's what we saw in the first half—really, really bad. Everything's going wrong. We couldn't get anything right. But we also can come in like a tidal wave, and yeah, it spiral yeah. up. Right. And if we start setting up the press getting steals, making quick baskets, setting up the press, making quick baskets, it overwhelms teams. And that you could see with Nebraska, yeah. mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it was like, uh, the tidal wave is the best way I can describe it. It was like, yeah. oh, we're good. And all of a sudden, they just were overwhelmed to the max. They they were lost. We were running yeah. over the court crazy. We would score, and then we would be right on
2: them. The right full on them court. again. And, and then we would get a turnover, and then we would do it again. And then do it that's again. That's what we want our team to be. right, oh, and, and, and I think yeah.
1: this is the perfect example of if we can play like this in big games... Play like this against yeah, teams like Creighton in the Big East. Yeah, in the Big East. In Nebraska. We're...
3: No, no. no I no. said if we can play in oh, against look, sorry. teams I'm like sorry. Creighton, I'm sorry. I'm play bad. like
1: this against teams like Creighton, we're we're going to be different in school. the conversation. That's why I was, fast, I was really at we're going to be in the conversation for the for the top
0: teams in the Big East. Yeah, and we spiraled up right at the beginning of the second half. We were going up into that down 7, 27-20 By the seventeen-minute mark. We were up thirty to twenty eight already. Yeah, we came out swinging. Quick swing, quick swing, and 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 the one thing you could really tell was that we adjusted our play style to the Big Ten refs. We did. We were much more aggressive. Which, as a lot of people remember, whenever we go West Coast, whenever we go into the tournament, we get these refs that do not like the Big E style of play. We saw what the refs were calling. We got blown up in the first half with these calls for fouls. We adjusted.
1: Yeah, yeah we reduced our Big East aggression, I would say, down exactly. low. We I, we started playing more of a style that if, that if was custom. And And listen, that's a
2: smart way to change. I think what was also really good was that Carbello played at Illinois. Well, he knows the Big Ten. And also, when Carbello decided in the second half that he was going to lock down, I, I don't know who he was matched up against, but when he decided he was going to lock down whoever it was, Three times in a row he did, and he just took the ball. Four steals. And he he clowned him the one time, and it was amazing. I love to see that.
3: I think also you can tell from the crowd from in that game. We feed. I mean, we know we all knew this going in, but we feed off the defensive energy to the max. Oh oh, yeah. Our crowd gets so much louder. When we start making defensive plays, then even when we start making offensive plays, because a lot of times our defense, true. we we can all well, our defense
1: the... feeds our offense. Well, and almost yes, yeah, yeah. so
3: you're right. And I feel like if you, especially at this game, I felt it more. The crowd was like almost like there was blood in the water, and we oh, could yeah. smell it. All of a sudden, the crowd started getting loud, and then they, then all of a sudden it did. It was blood in it the was, water, and it, it was, was like sharks were just rolling. Around. So it was that was good, and I think that's going to be something we go through the season. Our defense, we're gonna really. Own in on defense, and the crowd's gonna get loud for the defense, which will then key the offense. Yeah, and as long as we can keep that ball rolling, I think we, we put ourselves in great places. And one more thing about the first half, just while we were bad, David Jones did have two fouls, and he's probably our most consistent
0: scorer in, in the that, first, what, two minutes right away. Yeah,
3: so he wasn't able to really that
2: play hurt. his game.
0: So that, so yeah. when I say we spiral down, he still doesn't like have a bad happened.
3: game 15 points overall no. for
1: him,
0: eight rebounds, but not the second f- half.
1: For him. Great second half for him. Not as great of a night as Joel Soriano. 17 points, 18 rebounds, three blocks. He came to play, and he played big. Just absolutely
2: showed up big time. Dominated. Absolutely. First of all, Soriano, my big, my man. I love you. <laughs> I love it. And a, a little tidbit here, Joel Soriano had the most rebounds by a St. John's player since... Somebody who's on the bench, Zendon Hamilton, back in January, back on January twentieth, nineteen ninety seven. It's a long time for to go without that many rebounds. I mean, 18 rebounds
0: a... is insane. Do you, I mean, do you remember... think that's why they kept him in so he could try to beat the record at the end? <laughs> maybe they, they did
2: put him back in. It was which surprising. was a very interesting move after he got a standing ovation for leaving the court. They yeah. Probably, probably, maybe did. Maybe they were just it. messing with Zendon. I got, <laughs> Watch I got, this. <laughs> Is nothing mentioned? And he was like, "Whoa, Mike weird. Anderson heard it." He was like, well, "No, no, no, let's you get going back, back out in there." there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It was, it was amazing too because I remember when we were, you know, watch, walking into the game. most of a sudden, we looked up and we're looking at this thing. It's like. He had, like, seven rebounds, and he were like, we were, like, four minutes into the game, and I was like, that can't be. Yeah, that right. must be a typo. We thought it, we thought it was a glitch. I it was a typo. And I was I like, that can't be. I brought it up. I was like,
0: no, you got three no, offensive rebounds. Was, right.
2: It was wild. Wait, I mean, he out. dominated. He, I, he did. I got to tell you, that one play when he cocked back the dunk and it bounced uh. up and hit the rafters, that entire place <laughs> was about to literally explode, and then I've never heard such a unison – Oh, <laughs> at the same time, but also it was, it was like a, a rough, oh, cause it, also it was a went rough, to the raft. It, it would have been, it
3: would have been the perfect
0: capper for him. Yeah. Oh, for the game. Yeah. And for the for game. For him, it was like, it, it was a roll. It was a kick. And, and there was an offensive rebound after it. There was, yeah, there, was. <laughs> there was, but ultimately Joel you always had go a... for the rebound.
3: <laughs> you do always. Joel Soriano ultimately had a great,
1: had an absolutely great game. And three blocks. And three blocks. And he was just dominant force. Uh, Pasha Alexander, 13 points again just because he's great. Also had a block, which I thought was just
2: spectacular. That was a sweet block.
1: Anytime you can get a point guard with a block, that makes sure. me happy. Uh, quiet night for the bench,
2: though. A.J. score five points. He was the leading scorer off the bench. I love to see uh, A.J. Store getting a lot of minutes, too, in this game after the the stellar performance he had against Central Connecticut. Yeah. Got yeah. 14 minutes. That,
0: that's a good chunk yeah. of change. Well, we did have the pin zone scare where he was grabbing his ankle, got just yeah, immediately. <laughs> Then we never poor saw kid. him in the second half. I mean, the poor kid, he, he can't catch a break. He yeah, he break. just bad luck with injuries. Do it's, we know? We know what it is. Uh, from what I've heard, sprained ankle. So hopefully not too hopefully bad. Not too hopefully bad. he'll yeah. come back. I, I yeah, got I got so. worried when he grabbed the back yeah. of his ankle. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I, that's rough. I was worried like about Achilles the Achilles issues. Achilles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that could be as, a w- As was my my initial thought was. Hopefully Achilles.
1: he'll uh, he'll avoid much missing much time. But anyway, those two wins bring us to four and o, one of three undefeated teams in the Big East. Yeah. The other ones being Creighton and Yukon. Yet we find ourselves as the only undefeated team in the Big East not ranked. Now, I think we will get some votes. I could see us getting some votes we this coming Monday. We deserve votes. Oh, you know, whatever. I am fine with being the underdog. I, we I- deserve to be number 1 really. <laughs> right, in the well, world. Let's let's relax. In the country. But I think in I think America. we get some votes. I don't I don't think we get ranked, but I think we'll get votes. Now, depending on this coming week, we've got some big matchups. Let's see what we can do. I think we have to wait till this week. I don't I don't the look Nebraska not supposed to be good
3: in the Big 10. 4-0 is great and we look we, we've played really well. Um if you look at the you know, if you're looking at the scores, we've we've blown pretty much blown everybody out. Twenty point, twenty point
2: almost twenty point win. At least about yeah, everything. About fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. But
3: uh th- this will be the week. Temple and Syracuse are are, le- are yeah, very good, much more good legitimate. Competent. Um yeah, look, whether they're they're not great this year or whatever, they're still Temple and Syracuse. Those are so like brand name teams. Craig if you come out you Craig just, said it may be Syracuse.
1: Craig said Richmond not even doesn't right? even have a shot. The team doesn't even, the even have a shot. Last year. All right, let's let's well, well, we'll talk about the whole scene. We'll talk about those a little bit in the
2: forward, yeah. But yeah, going forward, but
0: if we want to talk about who really took the biggest L in this game, it was Nebraska point guard C.J. Wilker's father.
2: Yes, he the, did. He man, was riled up the
0: entire game. Oh yeah, he was trying to explain to the team how to play defense. He was crouching down, and everything, pulling his full on uh, Levar ball he could, for screaming real. at the fans, clapping, clapping. I thought he was a coach for a minute. Yeah, you, you you thought he was an assistant coach, except at the end when he's covered in sweat stains and took Sit, the L. Sitting, sitting behind the Nebraska but bench with it, where his son was. Yep. Um, yeah, that's,
3: you know it's tough to be a fan. You know, he's, you know, he's I, I give him credit. for rooting hard. I hey, mean, it, listen, it, I appreciate
0: it, it. It's cool, to be proud, but when you're yelling at, you can't be chirping at students. Nineteen and twenty year olds. You know, it's you're not gonna, a great move.
2: You're going to chirp at students. You get you get everything yeah. that comes to you
0: you get
3: tripped back at.
2: Exactly. Yeah, as long
1: as, as, long as yeah. you can take it back, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. All right, wrapping up last week, we'll take a look. Our spotlight player of the week has to go to Joel Soriano. Nine points against Central Connecticut, 17 against Nebraska. Had five rebounds in the first matchup of the week, and, of course, 18 like we talked about. Absolute great week for him. Love to see him getting in and playing the role he's meant to play and doing it well etched forever
2: in St. John's record book. That's it. Absolutely with the 18 yep. rebounds.
1: You love to hear, you know, guys you know getting the record book and, and he's he's now one of them.
3: And I I think you can see this year too, he's really taken on a leadership role and like he when he doesn't have a good half, he gets on himself and he motivates himself to do better and he
1: motivates himself to to take, you know, to take responsibility for that and play better for the team. He's also having – I mean, obviously this week is a large part of this year since there's only been four games, but 12 points, almost 13 points a game, and 11 rebounds a game. Great numbers from him, numbers we want to continue to see throughout the season. So we're we'll hoping it continues, and uh, he builds on it in the coming weeks. So let's look ahead. Big week. I think it's a big, big week for us. First kind of real back-to-back test, Empire Classic. First game, Temple, on Monday. It'll be at nine thirty on ESPN. this is the Empire Classic being played at the Barclays Center. Temple coming in, they're no joke. Two and two, they've kind of got a weird, I don't know, I guess weird season so far. Really, two weird. big wins. They got they win against Rutgers and a win against Villanova, which would make you think all of a sudden you know this, this Temple team is spectacular, but. Bad losses. Uh, They got a loss to Wagner and a loss to Vanderbilt. So I I don't really know what to make of this team. Damian Dunn leads their team. He averages 24 points a game. That's eighth in the nation. Uh, This is a team that can certainly score. There's three other players who can get double digits. So our
2: defense is is hopingly going to play strong like they played last game. Also to mention, Damian Dunn shoots 96.4% from the free throw line. That's great. And we are a team. Please don't foul him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we are a team that generally fouls the guards.
3: <laughs> yeah, let's hope that oh. doesn't happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, sounds like a uh, Steve Nash, Ray Allen, success in the free throw line kind of guy. But he is 6'5", so it's going to be interesting to see if Jones gets on or Mathis gets on Or we create the, the constant frustration, put Corbello or uh, Posh on yeah, I think we, we could really cause some problems if
1: we did that. It'll be interesting to see. They are a team that scores a lot. So we are going to have to – it might be a matter of – Take the over. Yeah, take the over, and I think it's going to be a battle of who wins out, offense or defense. So if we are able to beat Temple, which hopefully we are, uh, we would continue on and play in the winner's matchup at 9.30 on Tuesday because the other part of the Empire Classic is the 7 o'clock game on Monday – It'll be Richmond against Syracuse. That game will also be on ESPNU just before the St. John's game. They're obviously both playing at the Barclays Center. Winner continues on. Winners will play at 9.30. The losers will play at 7.00. So St. John's, we potentially have a 7 o'clock game or a 9.30 game on Tuesday versus either Syracuse or Richmond now we'll take a look at Syracuse first because obviously they're the bigger name although Richmond may actually be the better team boo Syracuse <laughs> that's right I told that, that's all they deserve <laughs> uh they have one loss on the season their loss was to Colgate so not the best uh start of the season for Syracuse we'd love to see losses for them uh Ju- uh I'm sorry Judah Mintz leads their team with 18 points a game, but Jesse Edwards is the guy I think we're going to have to focus on the most. 14 points a game, 9 rebounds. He's their big guy. That's who Joel Soriano is going to be matched up against.
2: He is tied for third in the nation with four blocks
1: a game. He could cause some problems for us. I could see Posh getting in a little trouble there if he continues to drive the lane. 6'11", 230,
2: big boy. Yeah.
1: So Posh is going to have to work from the outside, which he's done great at. You know, No knock on Posh, just saying. Sometimes we've seen him try to drive in the lane against big guys and it not end so successfully. That certainly has the opportunity to happen in
2: this game. That definitely goes for Wusu too. He's much more Very prone true. to trying yeah. to go in the lane and then trying to get that really low fader. It's not really going to work against this 6'11 well, guy.
0: But thing is, one thing we've noticed this year, especially with Corbello being in, involved in this game, guys that go after the guy initially going – which you average four blocks a game. Every time someone leaves their feet, you're going. True. Corbello is doing like three different things in his mind already.
1: I mean, that's fair. It's fair. Listen, I, I think, you know, having their best player, theoretically, or best player according to me, I should say, be a big man actually plays a little to our advantage. Uh, we've had great big plays so far. Joel Soriano has been good. Uh, David Jones has been good. I know he's not exactly a down-low big all the time, but... Because of our great guard play, our big play has stepped up and uh, you know, it doesn't scare me. It doesn't scare me that they've got a big guy. In in the past I would have been nervous. Oh, we're not gonna get rebounds, we're not gonna get this. Now I, I think that's okay. I think we're we're okay against teams like this. Look, and you know you're playing circus, you know you're getting two three zone. Hundred
3: percent. Um so the question really is gonna be for us and the thing that scares me about this matchup is with a two-three zone, do we have the shooting to shoot over the zone? We have to be That's able to spread that out. Most successful way to beat it. It is. It's not um, the only way though. It's not the only way. I think I think very key to this game will be AJ Store. I think he's going to be a massively important
2: figure it, in this game. If he can turn out another game like he did against Central Connecticut, uh, Central Connecticut and go 4 for 5, I mean, that would be nice. That, <laughs> that would be, if be great. Do that, I mean, that would be great. We will be in uh it, it'll be like back when uh what year was that? I think it was 2016 when we were at Syracuse and we blew them out the gym. And I Elvis. was I was luckily at that game. And they were actually their own fans were booing the Syracuse Orange, whatever the hell. That's we like. Call that's themselves. what we like to hear. It <laughs> was a beautiful sight. It might have been my happiest moment in my entire life. I do enjoy watching them lose. Hopefully, they lose to Richmond. I see. So I'm I'm kind of torn. I'm kind of torn.
1: Do we want to play? Let's all right. Let's talk about Richmond, and then we'll talk about that. What okay. I was going to talk, we'll yeah. talk about. The tournament You'll know hole. what's coming, but we'll talk about. It. All right, the other team possibility, like I said, Richmond will play Syracuse on Monday night. Richmond coming in two and two. They were a torn team last year. Uh, seemingly off to a bit of a rough start, though, uh, with the two and two record. Their best player, a guy named Tyler Burton, he leads the team nineteen points a game, also averaging eight and a half rebounds. He'll be someone to watch out for. No other. I mean. The other, uh, Another big player for them, Isaiah Bigelow, 10 points a game, seven and a half rebounds. He'll also be – that'll be kind of their, do- their duo to keep an eye on and who we'll be battling it out for. But going back to what I was going to say, part of me wants to watch Syracuse lose on Monday night first just because it's fun to watch Syracuse lose. Always fun. Uh, Part of me wants Syracuse to win so we can play Syracuse instead of playing Richmond. I don't know that there's much of an impact difference Uh it, at the end of the day, in terms of tournament resume, f- whether you play Richmond or whether you play Syracuse, it, the, now listen, Syracuse sounds better. However, sounds actually on paper, uh, which is Richmond where could which be is another well what. Yes, and they, they at the end of the season they may end up having a higher rank, maybe, which is a benefit of college basketball. It, just because it's a nicer name doesn't always mean it's a better thing. In college football, a hundred percent it's paper resume. So you get you beat a big team with a big name. it counts as a big win even if they stink. Whereas in college basketball, you really need their net ranking to be high at the end. And Richmond has an opportunity of getting
0: that high up. Hey I mean last year, one of the best teams versed and beat was St Peter's. That's true. <laughs> I Elite mean, 18.
3: I mean, as far as, as terms of how far they went, not necessarily the best team we played. No, they had a high net ranking. They did. Not, they, they did. did, not, they, did I mean, they were but, not the they weren't better than ranked, Kansas. But,
1: well, they weren't better. They weren't the highest. And they certainly weren't <laughs> like the Jesus. highest people we played. But, yeah. but, 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 but they did. We They benefited us in a different way. Now, listen, we weren't making the tournament last look, year, so it didn't matter. I,
3: I think, I think to your point, it, it, I think, look, I think Syracuse is still, please, they're the ACC school. Everyone, when they look at their resume, they're going to say, you know, Syracuse is going to be in the mix. They're always in the mix. No matter whether they're good or bad, they love them. They're always there. Beating them will be helpful in the long run. Richmond may make it. Um, and looking at, like, right now looking at Ken Palm, which is the only thing that's out currently. Ken Palm's great. It uh, it has Syracuse at 55, uh, whereas Richmond is down at 91. So, obviously, that would be better for us. Yeah. Um, I-, I think ultimately it's probably better. By the way, St. John's was looking at Kempom right now, is 35. So that's good for us. Like I said, um, getting votes. I think, I, think I
1: think we're getting votes. So where I where we this season.
3: I think we're better off with Syracuse
1: in the long run for a resume. I think. Yeah, I think it uh, sounds better. Plus, beating them is just super sweet. So I, I would probably yeah. sign on for that more so than playing Richmond. No offense to Richmond, but... I, th- I think
2: Richmond. I do want to give Richmond a little bit of credit because they they do have seven seniors, right? And they're they're returning a lot of guys. I mean, they did upset Iowa as, as the twelve seed in the in the tournament. I mean, they're a good team. We should, yeah,
3: yeah. senior? Look, I'm not knocking them necessarily. Uh, yeah, I, again,
1: I don't think there's that much of a difference. But between frankly, two. Syracuse, or Richmond.
3: Frankly, I'm just looking out for our own S- resume, special
0: enjoyment as well. And like,
3: yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a rival, right? So I'd yeah. I'd rather beat the crap out of Syracuse in Berkeley. we
0: are. New York state. Yeah,
3: I mean. Yeah. Defend not, the turf. So not those yu-
1: not those yuppies up in Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> calling Syracuse New York's team is is, you know, disgraceful. Well, it, it's I, like calling it, Albany it was, the city. With all do, Albany,
2: Albany is a city. Yeah, but it's calling it's not it's
1: like calling it the city. That's not a thing. But calling the, I mean Syracuse, is maybe New York state team. Uh there's certainly no way New York city. you like calling New the New Buffalo York Bills team. New York's
3: NFL team.
1: That's correct. I mean, yeah. Nobody yeah. thinks of the. No one thinks. No one Bills. in New York City yeah. thinks that the Bills are New York's team. They're yeah, I mean, the only team that plays honest. in New York. Yeah, they are, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, mean, I know, but no one really thinks of them as New York's team. You're 100. Yeah. Iraq. They're, they're a part-time Canada's team, right? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the weather this weekend, they're certainly part of Canada's team. You I <laughs> think they're more. <laughs> they have five, than they are they five Canada. feet of snow? You know it's better when they have to move your game to Detroit. I mean,
0: yeah,
1: for safety. All right, here's kind of a cool stat for the Empire Classic. Got three teams in the top 10 all-time winningest programs in the mix. Temple coming in at 5th, 1962 wins. Syracuse, 6th all-time with 1,956 wins. And, of course, yours truly, St. John's Red Storm, ninth on the all-time wins list with 1,904. So, you know, pretty pretty big historic programs in this tournament. So uh, it'll be pretty cool to see how it all works out. Let's hope St. John's comes away. Two victories and heading into uh, Thanksgiving, we are 6-0. and yeah,
3: I think if we do that, I think we have a very, very real chance of, like we talked about before, being ranked for our, for the first time this year.
1: If oh, yeah. Can, I if, th- we can, I, if we can win
3: both of them and then obviously follow it up on Saturday by also um, taking care of business against Niagara, I think if we can do all that, then I think maybe we come Monday we have a nice little thanksgiving uh weekend surprise, and we end up being right i know la- so, like, i know week.
2: i know last week, not last week last pod that I said that Nebraska was our first real test. these are our first real tests. This is actually what determines us i mean obviously. You Know Nebraska last in the uh the big 10. You know, yeah. it was nice to say that we this was our real test, but that wasn't. I mean, f- watching that, Especially
1: when watching we that first half against the certainly looked like our first test. I would be completely honest, anyway. One other game this week, as Craig mentioned, Niagara they come in two and two. they are two losses in two big games that they played against Maryland and Bucknell, so we shouldn't have much issue with them. Noah Tomlinson uh leads their team 14.3 points per game, but. I think Braxton Bayless is actually going to be the guy that we keep an eye out for. 11 points per game, 6.5 rebounds, leads the team in the rebound category. We shouldn't have much trouble against Niagara, but if anybody's going to give us some trouble, it'll probably be one of those two guys. One of those two guys is going to be one of the you know the guys that go off for 30 points,
3: like
2: Arnseka, for the game of their lives. Well, let's oh, ho- no, let's no, hope no. that doesn't happen. Hopefully we, doesn't we, we can't, can't win. That. Can't it's win. definitely not going to be one of those guys. It's going to be the the 12th yeah, guy. Those guys are the mainstream. You're right. And hey. Child, Niagara, our sister school. Tim, by the way, I have to say it was uh,
1: it was interesting to see you suit up for Nebraska there, number thirty two, <laughs> <in> the Nebraska <laughs> Cornhuskers. Man,
0: I, I gained a whole eleven inches. Uh, Listen, but I, I lost five pounds somehow. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I
1: I, I I didn't see you for part of the game. It was it was interesting. Every time he was on the court, it's like you weren't in your seat. I don't mm, I don't know, Tim. You you're sidelining as an as a Nebraska college basketball player. Hey.
0: Trying to get my uh, nil money. <laughs> That's, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> we like to see.
3: We
1: like to see, We like to see you work in the hustles, Tim.
3: He's you know he's going he's going deep state. He's gonna hide behind there, and then you know when X- time X- comes, he's gonna God. take care of business. <laughs> <laughs> we already beat them, so it's over. He's, well, he's, I know he's played his he's role. He's no longer playing he for the Nebraska. He's, he's, he's off. off he's already yeah.
2: won by twenty.
1: All right. Well, that'll do it for this week for Craig, Tim, and Nick. I'm Vincent. Go, Johnny's, Keep chasing.